What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast. Manchester United 9, Southampton 0. And today I will be giving my match review, but before I get into that, remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok in order to know when new episodes are being released or to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. Let's get into this episode then. A very professional performance by Manchester United today. In circumstances that look easy from face value but at times can cause problem if there is an automatic drop-off by underestimating the opposition. First thing I have to say is that I feel sorry for the young lad that got sent off early. Yes, it was a horrific challenge, but in the end of the day, you don't want to see that. Um, hopefully you can keep his head up and, and go about it again. You know, what's done is done and it can happen to anyone on a football pitch. You've seen the most experienced of players make mistakes like that. So don't let this phase your time in the league and the game as a whole. Back to United though, this was a, a game we needed, as ruthless as it sounds. A game that will lift a lot of guys' confidence when you speak about Wan-Bissaka getting a goal, Martial getting a couple of goals, Rashford and even Dan James at the end. Those are all guys that are going to have to step up their game in the remainder of the season if we are going to do something special. So this game was unexpected, but ideal. Let's talk about the player ratings then. David Gea, I would give a six. Didn't have to do too much really and got to watch nine goals going at the other end. You know, only part was the offside goal, uh, the Che Asim's offside goal. But apart from that, nothing much to deal with. Wan-Bissaka, eight. Great performance from him. Got his goal, put in some nice crosses today. Um, it's amazing what confidence can do to you on a football pitch. And I could say this about numerous guys throughout this team today. And can I say as well, yeah, about the crosses. I'm going to speak about Shaw later. But Juan Misaka, what he is proving is that he does have it going forward. But it's a confidence thing. And what the coaching stuff and all they need to work out is how to get that going out of him, you know, coming out of him more consistently. Because if we can have a Wan-Bissaka that is elite defensively, and he doesn't even have to be elite going forward, at least, you know, good enough to put in a few crosses, dangerous crosses for our forwards to have a chance, then we will become a more dangerous team. If both of our fullbacks going forward are decent and they know where, how to put in balls and where our forwards are going to be, we're going to be a better team because of it and our forwards will get more chances. Lindelof and Maguire, I'd give standing sixes. Nothing much to do for both of them in a the game. Played decently, but, you know, in a game like this, you would suspect the centre-backs didn't have much to do. Shaw, nine. Wow. Superb performance from him. And a strong man of the match contender. For me, he was my man of the match, even though he played 45 minutes. Two great assists. But he put in a lot of great crosses in. And yes, this game was in 
certain circumstances, unfortunate circumstances for Southampton and convenient circumstances for us. But you can see that his quality of crosses improved so much. In my opinion, he's probably the second best left back in the league due to the fact that he is a legit two-way fullback, can excel going forwards and defensively. And you don't really see that nowadays. You, you can see it's either decent going forward or he's either one way where he's great defensively and not good going forwards or got great going forwards and not good defensively. So that's good to see. It's very good to see. Scott McTominay, I'll give an eight. Good performance from him today. Helped to control the midfield with Fred and, and sealed off his performance with a well-taken strike. One thing you can say about Scott McTominay is he does have a strike in him, in him. You know, when you're going back to remember that Man City game where Edison was caught off the line and he striked it from however long that was. He's got a strike in him that leads goals well this season. Yeah, man, he's got a, a strike in him. And one thing I would say about him, because me personally, I don't think he should be a first-team starter. But these are the things that will make him valuable to a title-winning squad. If he improved his passing ability, right now, his passing is not great. But he still tries to pull off those long-range passes. And sometimes they will come off. More times than not, they won't. So if he improves his passing ability, great. <clears throat> but also, I think, defensively, he has to improve as well. Because Ole is using him in a role where he sits back and even though he drives forward sometimes for the most part, especially against the big teams, he sits back and he tries to, to shield the two centre-backs. Most of the time that doesn't work and they get through the opposition get through our midfield quite easily. So it's about having a positional sense of knowing where to be defensively at all times. Fred, I'd give a seven. Again, a solid game for Fred. He's a guy that sniffs out danger and cleans it up. Got to push forward a bit more than usual today and got more involved into in the attacks. If he could add some goals to his game, what a player he could be. Just think about it. You know, Fred right now, um, not a great passer. I mean, he can't shoot the ball <laughs> for anything. So imagine if he got a shot on him and imagine if he got better passing. Because right now he's a great energy player, great at tackling, great defensively, brings the intensity and the press. But apart from that, he's not much more than that. So it's all about, if you're going to use these guys, how are you going to unlock their potential and, and improve them as the season goes by or as seasons go by? That's the question to the coaching staff. How are you helping to improve these players? Because one thing about football, especially when you change manager a lot, you see your managers, some managers, they know how to bring the best out of certain players. And some managers, they'll come in and they'll just pick a team and say, this is the best possible team to win. But they won't necessarily look at, you know, look at certain players and say, if I could get, if I could get this out of him, he would be terrific for this team. Rashford, I'd give it eight. 
good bounce back performance from Marcus after a, a you know a poor performances for a few games, the last couple of games really. Well taken goal and a fine assist for the young goal. Um, it was unlucky for the Southampton defender, but it's all about the ball he put in when he was in that position. A lot of pace, accuracy, and you know, if Bednarek never got a toe to it, it was going to go to one of our two guys that were back post. I think it was Fred and someone else. Greenwood, eight. Another good performance in this team. Very good to see him get an assist and overall... The attackers as a whole look dangerous and ruthless today. Obviously, yes, Southampton were down to 10 and then nine men. But it's all about being ruthless for our forwards. One thing I do want to say is for games, for the next game that Cavani's not up top, I want to see Mason Greenwood start up front. Whether you start Martial on the wing, I want to see Mason Greenwood up front because for me, he's a striker. He's an out-and-out striker. He's not a winger, he's a striker. And if he gets a chance, he'll sniff it and he's ruthless with it. He is a striker to me and I really want to see him tried out in that position. Bruno Fernandes, eight, got his goal and assist, was everywhere today and had that typical Bruno type game. Cavani, I give an eight, took his goal brilliantly and again putting a shift up front today. Some of the touches, you know, passes to other players holding up the ball and bringing guys into play. He's a, he's literally a brilliant player, all-round player. And he know, once again, he knows where to position himself for his goal. He's literally moved inside and then pulled away from the defender. And then what a header that is. You know, what a player he is. And as I said, I just pray that those guys at Rashford, Martial and Greenwood are watching his every move. They're watching it in film the next day. They're speaking to him in training and they're learning because that is, that is the level where they have to reach. Martial is speaking about the subs now. Eight, two fantastic goals and needed goals, most importantly. That will give him a world of confidence. So hopefully this game can be a boost of four guys that are Martial, like I said before, Dan James, Rashford to do bigger and better things. Took his, uh, Dan James, seven, took his goal well and I'm happy for him because he needs some time on the pitch to regain his confidence. I think the lack of football for Dan James really has affected him. So if he can find a way to get back into this team and establish a place in the squad for a man till the end of the season, that will do him well. And it will be good for us because... Dan James offers a different threat than a, a, a Greenwood that Ole would play on the right or if he was to put Rashford. You know, Rashford sometimes on the right, sorry about that, got a little cold. But Rashford on the right, I don't think he should play on the right. On the left, he's brilliant, he cuts inside, but Dan James is direct. He'll run, 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 run. So if you give him some open space and a good through ball, he'll run in and cross in the ball. And that's what Dan James's game is about. The one thing about him is having composure in the final third end product and also expanding his game. Van der Beek, I give it six. 
Solid game when he came on. And this is what you get from Donny. Consistent sixes and sevens with higher scores mixed in as well. He is an efficient player in the way he plays with the ball. I still think there's a midfield spot for him next to Fred. But then Pogba is there as well. and He didn't play today. So that will be an interesting thing to watch going forward as the season goes on. Has Donny done enough to get more game time? We will see. Nothing much more I can say about that game. You know, a game so one-sided. Like I said, you know, at the top of the episode, this was a professional performance and a very good performance from United at that. Helps with the goal difference, even though C have two games in hand, but it's something to consider when you are in a position that we are in. It's important that United now kick on from this and use this game as a stepping stool for bigger and better things yet again. We probably won't get another game as one-sided as this for the rest of the season. So what we take from this game will mean everything down the line. Remember to follow at StayUTDPod on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok in order to know when new episodes are being released or to speak with a Manchester United and football fan that many of you are. The Stay United podcast is on many platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So be sure to listen and share it to your family and friends if you enjoy. Thank you for all the support once again. On to the next one against Everton. And until the next time, stay united my peoples.